Hello and welcome back to another exciting episode of Anime Tour Bus. It's me, your non-expert, Eric. And who's that sitting right next to me? Well, that's you, listener. Yeah, that's what I would pick too. Metzger, um, me and the listener were talking. Uh, if you had all of eternity to, like, you know, do whatever you wanted, what would you do? Oh, man. Because obviously, like, you would, you know, have that, that, like, you know, diversity in your life, that kind of novelty of experience, but eventually, like, that would go away. And then eventually you would probably get, like, focused on, like, a handful of very dedicated interests, uh, right? And so, like, by, like, let's say six, seven hundred years in, you would have probably, I would say, you know, some dedicated focused interests. What, what would those be? What would, what would be, like, the main one? I think the thing I'd most consistently do would just be to vlog. Okay. I think I would just want to... Uh, About your immortal life. Yeah, uh-huh. Because <laughs> that would immortal be, life. That wouldn't be suspicious to anyone. That I'm assuming that I'm not going to get tested on by the government. Uh, well, I mean, there's going to be people out after you and stuff like that, but, like, the government isn't going to test you or not. The easiest thing to do would just be to document my existence through immortality. And are you, like, doing this so, like, other people could, or just kind of so that they could, like, understand kind of your experience and, you know, you could... I'd be uh, doing it for myself, for the memories. Okay. Because I think that that would be a heavy burden on my brain to have to, like, try and remember everything. Yeah. Indefinitely. Well, I mean, don't we all just want to be, like, the audience of our own life, kind of watching our life play out and, you know, happy with how it is? So, Sunday was Father's Day. Yeah. And I'm sure that that's not a good time for you. (laughs) I have challenges every time that year, and I actively avoid posting about them because I don't want other people to just, you know, have their... They're happy day shit on. So I I went to go visit my dad. Yeah. Obviously, I wanted to give him a gift, but he is a man of means and has everything so much so that it is very hard to give him a gift. Well, I had a thought. My parents got a divorce when I was a teen, and my mom was really shitty about it. Unsurprising. Yeah, there's a pretty good chance that my dad doesn't have any childhood photos of me. So I went into the basement and I dug out photos that I could find of my dad and myself as a small child. And I found two really good ones and took them to his house and gave them to him. And this man had that like glassy looking into the past look on his face as he stared at these photos. And I was like, I fucking killed it. Um, okay. So I, I, yeah. So the father's day thing related back to how you would be to looking in at a pastime like how if you look at something from the past it can unlock memories and almost transport you back to that time okay that i follow i'm i'm with you now because that was kind of the look on his face like he was sitting in front of me but it looked like he was somewhere else it's really nice actually this is an anime podcast uh me and the listener we we actually talked about like what we would do with uh with our like, you know, eternal life and stuff like that. And, like, you know, separately, like, not together. Assuming we, like, I was immortal or the, 
listener. Would you go and save those people in that Titan submarine? Oh, absolutely not. All billionaires deserve to die. Um, oh, Jesus Christ. So, uh, that being said, uh, honestly, I'm cheering on the submarine at the uh, which is surprising to me. Uh, no, listener, uh, the, uh, Metzger, the listener and I, we established that we would spend the entire time just, just fucking, <laughs> just, just getting it wet. Just, whatever, perfect, just perfecting your means. towel, as some might say. Yeah, just, just, just getting it. Can you imagine going into a bar and trying to pick up a member of your preferred gender? By asking them if they'd want to balance their towel with you. Oh man, yeah, I'm Yin, you're Yang. Let's let's fucking align our shit, you know. And I've got honestly, too much Yang. I need some I, of your Yin. I think that might actually work in like today's culture. I think that could actually like. That I think depending legs. on how you play it off, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you got to roll charisma check on that one. We're talking about Hell's Paradise. Uh, in Hell's Paradise episode, can you give me a synopsis? Everyone makes great progress in progressing their Tao and learning about Tao, and absolutely no one had to fuck May to get there. We have some, like, interesting, uh, how do I describe this, problematic things that came up this episode. We received a call to action. And it was spicy made to ball, you know? Well, to begin at the beginning, which I know Eric would rather not do. Yeah. Uh, we pick up with the brothers, and the brother is fighting. Is that guy a slug? Uh, he's a centipede. No, the one that the two brothers are fighting. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I don't know what to make of that man. I think that guy's kind of like a slug, or like a Lovecraftian monk. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with that one. He's explaining how he is not beyond reason and that he will answer their questions and return them to become uh, Tan. And for some reason not known to the viewer, the older brother keeps regenerating. Dude should be dying and in excruciating pain, but just keeps coming back. The audacity, am I right? And each time he does, he keeps getting these weird scars. Um, I mean, he's he's obviously, like, losing his humanity bit by bit, right? Yeah, and his brother, I mean, he obviously defeats the monster and wants to get ans more answers out of him. And his younger brother gets a good look at him and sees that he's terribly mutilated or scarred or just warped. And it's just for a split second, and his brother snaps him back out of it. And he's just kind of like, oh, yeah, sure, sure, brother. Let me do that for you. Let me help <laughs> you with that. Do we think he's becoming a Tencent? Or, you know, something similar to... I mean, he's he's getting these, like, vines and shit, right? Like, I... But, like, a Tencent requires that, that, like, elixir, right? Like... Yeah, they have to live on Tau, but remember, they were thrown into this pit, and the vines grafted onto them, and they broke free. And with them being so close to death, and the bot, especially the older brother, remember, he was very close to death when thrown into that pit. Absolutely. That, do you think that maybe vampire rules kicked in? Like, you know, when you're close to death, and then you're given vampire blood, you become a vampire? 
So now he's half Tencent. Half, well, Jimmy Tencent. Like, yeah, yeah, like for real. It's a very interesting perspective. I, I don't know if it's just the fact that his younger brother says he's very good at adaptation. And we don't know if maybe he's a little bit of a school of hard knocks accelerated learner. And that's why he's like this, or if he's becoming warped. Then it zooms back to the riverbank, right? And May is trying to explain Tao in her broken language. Yeah, because she only just learned to talk. She just uncovered speech, and I would like to argue it's possibly from trauma. It's not that she just learned to speak. I think that she might just now be in an environment where speech is necessary. But she's trying to explain Tao to them, and they're beating up these little guys, and then more of these intermediary dudes show up. And the big battle, I actually was really into this one. Like, we finally got me. It's a shame that we're, what, 11 episodes in? Is this 10 or 11? This is 10. This is 10. We're 10 episodes in, and <laughs> we finally got my attention. They talk about how Gabumaru's body is so strong, but his Tao is weak. And he ends up having to learn from May and reflect on his recent change in behavior to understand Tao. And then he makes very short work. Yeah, he solves it instantly. <laughs> Even the little scientist samurai, who I love. I love that little fucker. I love the weirdo, I'm gonna dissect these monsters on the battlefield, dude. Even he's like, I understand the basic concept of it, but I think it would take time to master Gabi Maru goes, no, I got this. Yeah, he's he's very fast. And, like, that shouldn't be surprising. Like, our, uh, our Gabi Maru has, you know, pretty been pretty on the ball, we should say. Oh, definitely. They do drop that ball that monks that are allowed into the, what is it, the Horai? Must practice. They'll never become Tencent, but they must practice and learn under Tencent. And part of that is exchanging yin and yang with other uh, partners. And because May was not a perfect Tensen, was kind of the breeding partner of these creatures. Which is yuck. Which is yuck. And it's very clear that it was against her will. Yep, and that made uh, everyone upset. <laughs> It was one of those, like, gaming moments. Everyone will remember this. Yeah. I mean, Yamimaru was like, ah, okay. I've, I didn't know I was going to get mad, but now I am mad. Turns out I don't like this kid that was protecting me is getting raped constantly. And if I fuck up and lose this fight, she's going to go back to that. Yeah, that's not good for anyone, um, especially her. So I guess I'm just going to have to master a foreign power that I don't understand fully. But also, I totally get it. And fuck you. It took me like two seconds. Yeah. You've been studying your whole life. That must be really hard for those people. Like, they've literally that would be become... a little disheartening. They've literally become bug monsters. And he's like, oh, wait, wait a second. They've given up their entire humanity to this art. Let me just... Oh, I figured it out. <laughs> and this ninja shows up and is like, yeah, this is easy. Have you ever tried running a sword through your head? <laughs> the end is the rest of the think tank showing up to the gates of the Horai. 
and the gate opening and one of the tents are standing there and they just behead the wonderful tree guard that we've had tree guide and that's one hell of a cliffhanger in my opinion absolutely absolutely Metzger, um i think the listeners having a great time don't you i would hope that they are um i hope that your listener getting as much book on as you uh, as you desire not any less or any more uh, and that i hope it's uh, it's a good time for you um and then afterwards you know when you're you're i don't know having that po- post coital moment i hope that you like get onto your phone log on to uh, anime tour bus on instagram anime underscore bus on twitter and me and weebu.wordpress.com tell us how it was tell tell metzger <laughs> What? What? What did I? <laughs> I mean, I guess you can. Did you do something weird? Let Metzger know about that. Like, did you come in from the east? Is that how you approach the the challenge? Is that how? What the uh, fuck does that mean? I don't know. So, did I like black out and miss a part of the conversation? Uh, and if if you did something weird, tell Metzger. She's. She she wants to know, and uh, you'll you'll um, you'll also increase our level of views on those things. <laughs> oh my goodness! Um, Metzger. Aside from that, we have another episode of a, a of a, of an anime that we watched, and that is a uh, mash. Yeah, yeah, we sure did. That was the thing that we did. We both watched that. No contest. I liked it. I figured you would. It's it's actually one of the best animes we've watched. I guess if I had to give this a synopsis, we fight a pick-me girl. And then we have a very awkward conversation with uh, a, what are they called? Divine Visionary? Yeah, that's a, that's a good synopsis. Um, let's start with the pick-me girl. Metzger... I am I cute? I usually am a slut. We, Do you love me? This isn't surprising to anyone. Um, I'm usually pretty slutty. Even I am like, ooh, no, thank you. Like you would turn that down. Yeah. You turned down an adorable pink-haired girl that is like treat me like a princess. Yes, I would. I would turn that down. Or die. Um, the or die would actually be, like, part of the reason I would turn it down, yes. That's got some weird Dom vibes. It does, doesn't it? Like... Yeah, like, we're in some weird, like, primal play area. I mean, for me, that's not kind of the the appropriate environment that I try to try to manifest, try to... So that's not kind of the way that, that I play. Other people, that's fine. Chase your bliss. We're not here to king shame. But, like... But like, no thank. I mean, it's fine. It I'm you can't make me care about this anime. Metzger. I'm just happy that you're enjoying it at this point. At this point, I play the game of watching this episode and go, yeah, Eric's gonna love that part. I mean, if it weren't so true, <laughs> <laughs> stop like, when she's wrong. It's my least favorite anime that I've been watching all season. All season? That's not that bad. 
I mean, that's sad, and I'm sorry. Uh, I have been watching four banger rom-coms. Okay. And Hell's Paradise, and then Mashal. So six. I've been doing six animes this season. We started at seven, but I dropped off on one real quick. That's too many, Metzger. Uh, I'm sorry to tell you. Um... It's really not, though. It's an enjoyable experience. Like, my husband and I sit and watch them together. Well, that's I'm I'm glad Chase your bliss. Um, it's not that would that doesn't sound like I don't know my kind of best time. That's um, because you're not willing to try them. Not untrue. Uh, so yeah, uh, Mesker, if you had to pick, uh, I guess a favorite character at this point that's not Mash, who would it be? Oh. One we haven't met yet. <laughs> um, do you have, like, one from the intros or something? You know what? I am going to go with maybe the bad guy, Abel, because the doll magic is kind of fucked up, and I'm here for it. like how fucked up it is. So far, I think the thing that's making me the most upset are how stupid the spells are. Like, the fact that everyone that... It's not even elemental magic. Like, the magic could just be anything. Just these weird magics that these first years are pulling out. You know, freshmen. Freshmen are just, like, making shit explode, turning into sharks, and making, like, pocket universes to drown their victims in. That's what freshmen do, Metzger, in real life. I, I do think it's maybe... Some of the magic's not so bad. I expect... The fire magic, like the explosion bombs, the wind magic from the little pick-me-girl wasn't so bad. Like, okay, that makes sense to me. I'm totally here for it. Like, some of this shit is too much for me, and I play Final Fantasy. Metzger, one thing I want to point out is we have yet to see any magic from uh, our stand-in as the audience. Our normal boy, I, I think we've seen, like, mundane spells. yeah. We've seen very generic shit from him, but like, it's never been like, we haven't seen his family art and we did see his big brother, like do sword, sword stuff. We assume uh, he bothered me the most. Why? The fact that he can just make giant physical swords, real swords that other people can hold, pick up, can interact with in the universe. They don't. He's creating mass. Yeah. Yeah, he's just making this thing. I don't remember sword being an element. You know, when I'm looking at my elemental wheel, I don't see sword in there. It turns into shark! At least we know that, like, a form of magic is, like, transforming into animals. I am... But, I mean, if people can make... What, are you lost? I... Like, it makes sense that the guy in the forest can make a whole bunch of weird rock formations. Like, that makes sense for me. He's out in the woods. He can take rocks that are already there and move them around and jut them. And they're in a big stone coliseum. Sure, this guy can make a giant fucking mud golem. Okay, that's fine. And I I guess I'm just so used to fire at this point. Like, fire seems to be the basic budget spell for everybody. And the wind makes sense. I'm okay with the wind. Water spells. Maybe sword is... A an element. Did you consider that? I said when I was considering my elemental wheel, sword wasn't you on did, there. You did put in, but 
but maybe it is maybe it should be is it like an earth derivative um i would actually put it more as like wind wind and earth maybe it's a combo are you skilled in both fire and and earth so then you can smelt fire earth water air all of them come together that's why he's big boy oh you have to be the avatar yeah, yeah. Turns out this dude's big brother is the avatar and that grants him sword magic. They have to make the magic that broad. Otherwise, muscle magic wouldn't make any fucking sense. And then everyone would know that MASH is lying and that muscle magic isn't real. Yeah. So if these weird family traits and family magics didn't exist and people couldn't do weird shit with dolls... I mean, doll magic, but that's kind of soul magic, you know? I mean, that's like bastardized necromancy. Yeah. But that's also like transfiguration magic. Like, that goes up the same thing as like turning into a shark. Which... <sighs> yeah, it's really the swords, right? Now you've got me on a thing. Now you've got me on a thing, yeah. It's really just... Like, I was pretty much okay with most things. And and if you tell me something is a curse, I get it. Curses work different than normal magic, right? So if you were going to tell me that Dumbledore's weird ancient pendulum spell that almost cut his granddad in half was a curse, 100% on board. That's some weird curse shit. Curses be doing weird shit. They do. That's just science. Yeah. So I get that. But I don't remember there being swords in Curse Magic either. This guy's the fucking warrior of light. I know you've got me questioning it, but also... I'm sorry, I broke it. But also, like, I'm fine with that. Like, I'm fine with the not knowing or it being kind of ambiguous or it just outright being fucking stupid. Like, I'm fine with that. That's kind of where I've settled at it is I understand that... These magics are as weird as they are to justify muscle magic existing. Yeah. And I do have to say, it is very creative of the mangaka to make all these different magics. To be like, oh, what's this guy got? I don't know, he fucking makes swords and throws them at people. I've also been watching Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer just ended, and that was really good, too. And you, when you see how their mangaka handles, like, all the different breathing arts of the Demon Slayers, and then all the blood demon arts of... That's where you've gone wrong. You've been watching something too similar, and now you're doing a compare. You expect me to not watch Demon Slayer. I mean, I haven't been. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but you don't like Demon Slayer. I fine with demon slayer you should at least watch the english versions of it but then you don't get to hear the beautiful tanjiro and inosuke voices even though inosuke is not in this season when we watch demon train i watch that in uh in english i watched demon train in theaters and it was so good i didn't watch the first season i just went with my husband to watch demon train in theaters and i was so tired from work and I was like, I'm going to fall asleep in this theater. And he goes, no, that's how the demon gets you. I'm just like, what? <laughs> that's what? And he's like, yeah, that's the whole plot of this movie is that the demon gets you when you fall asleep. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on right now? Oh, man, then you can't fall asleep because that would break canon. And uh, it, was, it made the movie so much better that I was fighting sleep the whole time. I was so tired. I was so sleepy. It was like the 10 o'clock show. Yeah. Oh, that's really good. That's actually pretty funny. Um, 
Metzger, I, I'm out of things to talk about with MASH. MASH gets into, so, so we get to see some side characters kind of step it up. One of our boys has something, the main character guy has like some, something special. Some, some him. devil cross on his head that makes yeah. him like a battle demon. Yeah, something like that, which kind of does give him like main character energy if it weren't for MASH. Uh, that maybe was the best part of the episode, but I mean, that, that carried the weight of the episode is seeing him like break free, but it still wasn't that great in between episode like we're we're progressing towards a final boss and we have like a generic kind of encounter in the middle of it and uh kind of explaining the stakes of the boss fight and more people I hated being like that. i hated that conversation between the divine visionary and mash because they're both very they're both very stoic yeah and quiet and just having them be there talking to each other and that one having to force exposition just was very painful for me and they tried to break it up they tried they tried really hard to break it up with like the whole hanky thing but it wasn't enough and it didn't land for me yeah i like my favorite part was him bunting it with the swords and stuff like that like stupid baseball (laughs) like that was pretty good I think my uh, actual favorite part was they breathed new life into the door joke. And I did appreciate that they breathed new life into it. Like they revitalized this bit to where he's like, oh, is it push or pull? And he pushed and is like, it is push. And then was like, pause. oh, I should knock. And then the act of knocking broke the door off the I actually, it. Mm. I interpreted it as, like, him being, like, outright, I'm kicking in the door kind of thing. Nope, turns out he was just trying to be polite and was just knocking on this door. The way his fist was held was a bit aggressive. I mean, yeah. I interpreted it as him being like, no, I'm gonna get a good intro into this room. And I don't think that's how it. he operates. I do think it's not in Mash's character to lie about literally anything. Like, this man does not have any subterfuge. So I believe when he tells Abel that he's knocking, he's really just too dumb and himbo to be able to knock correctly. Must you break every door? (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to knock. Um, yeah, I, it was fun. Um, I like this this season. This is one of our best seasons. Um, uh, Metzger, it's about that time. Yeah. Listener, hey, thanks for hanging out with us. I hope that you've had a fun time. I hope that um I hope that whatever part you want them to smash, they smash it like mash. Um I I hope that if you got something down there that is reminiscent of a door that you want opened. I hope that they bash through that door like mash. I hope. I don't like how you said that. <laughs> I, I hope that you uh, probe for whatever lines Metzger has and see, find exactly where they're at and just say something buck wild until you're like, oh, Metzger didn't like that. <laughs> um. Most of all, I hope that you've had a good time. I hope that you've enjoyed hanging out with us. I hope that you check us out on Anime Tour Bus. And. Yeah? 
I hope you're looking forward to next season. I hope that you check us out on Anime Tour Bus on Instagram, Anime underscore Bus on Twitter, me and weboo.wordpress.com. Hey, also check out Science Snacks. It's my separate podcast. Thanks for hanging with us. We're pulling up to that old bus stop. And until next time. Bye. Bye. thinking back of my old wood burning times i was buying stickers for my uh, new water bottle that i'm getting you know i'm living kind of my best life